expectations. All right, everyone. Hello and welcome back to Friends and Low Expectations, Season 1, Episode 16. Uh, I would call it the grand finale, uh, but I guess it is. I was going to say, we should have done no, something that special. that implies it's over. This I was going to say, we should have done season finale. We should have done something special, like dressed up or... Uh, but I don't know. That's a lot of work. And I, Maybe we can come out in tuxedos and top hats for the start of next season. I, I think that'd be... <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. We've been talking dumb about and dumber dumb and dumber. We've been talking dumb about dumb and for for years. Um, so I think it's time. That's on the table. Where we were, we in person draft. I feel like that tuxedos could be an attire. Oh yeah. Or you and I, I MC the event. That'd be fun. Or and hear me out. Kimonos. Right, we're already ready on those. Ooh. It's got to be the short ones, though, not like the long kimonos, <laughs> like the short ones that like just barely cover up your ball sack. <laughs> I think we're I think we're onto something. I want to put a pin in that. Come back to that when we start talking. I was going to say logistics. the cats. The cats out of the bag now since he introduced. Well, he he decided to chime in. Why don't you? Why don't we? Why don't we get these intros off, man? Yeah, we might as well. Yeah, as I was say, we have a super special guest. Um, but first, uh, for the last time in season one, uh, it is good to be back. I am uh, the commish. Happy fucking Friday, everybody. Hope you're having a great fucking Friday. Happy fucking Friday. Hell yeah. Woo! Happy Friday. Fuck yeah. Yep, uh, that's where I'm at. <laughs> I'm joined, as always, with my uh, trusty co-host, Keith. Keith, thanks for being here. <laughs> always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. And uh, real, last, the man of the hour, man. The most. Yeah, important. I was gonna say the most important one. Our 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 most uh, spicy meatball. Uh, the champion of friends and or not friends and love, champion of low expectations, twenty twenty one. Cheese. Hail to the champion, baby. Oh man, I thought it was gonna be that eighties song. Picked the wrong one, but I would have much preferred the the hentai porn intro. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, like, that one was a lot, man. There was a lot going on. There. That would have been a real shock to the system for the listeners. Well, yeah. The fellows would have heard that and been like, we, "What is going on?" We would have definitely earned our explicit rating this week. Oh, oh sure, and within sure. the first like, you know, two fucking minutes. Yeah, I mean, we. We've we've been trying to rebrand ourselves as like upstanding individuals. Like we've we've moved away from the Coke talk. We've we've scaled back a lot of things, and this would probably just send us spiraling in the wrong direction that we we don't want to go. So you know, I think as a business decision, um, thinking about our brand moving forward, probably a good call. I listen. I don't. I don't. I don't disagree with the move inherently. Okay, I'm just upset. All right. I got I got I got really intrigued by that soundbite. <laughs> you know, and we'll have that and that'll be our special moment that we can share uh, <laughs> when we're not recording. Uh-huh. Yep, you know, just just three former Sam consultants bonding over <laughs> nope, whatever nope, that nope, was. Nope. <laughs> whatever that was. I'm just I'm <laughs> just saying I, I'm glad I got to hear it. 
And it's just going to make it that much more special when you do decide to use it in one of the podcasts because no one is going to see no. it coming. Nobody. Nobody no, whatsoever. Hell, we didn't even see it coming. <laughs> and apparently neither did the people in the soundbite. You know? Yeah. No, we're, we are leading people on way too much, and now people are really going to want to listen to it. So if, if you would like to listen to it, um, just shoot me a message. I'll send you the link. You can play it for yourself uh, because I feel uh, like that's probably the most, you know, the best, the best way to maybe, handle it. Maybe we just do the, maybe we just do the fellows a favor and just post the link in the chat tomorrow. Just link, link. Or we, we say, hey, tonight. listen. Or we do it tonight and they're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, teaser. <laughs> this is what you're, this is what you're in store for tomorrow. <laughs> That'd be good. You know, breaking. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, our super producer has joined the building. Um, bow, 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 bow. Once his audio connects, I'm going to play the DJ air horn so he can. It's our. Oh, one sec, once he gets the camera. It's our super producer, Philly. Welcome, Philly. Let's go. For the first time, without Mike Zimmer as his head coach. Josh, me, Philly, England. Let's go sign Brian Flores because the Dolphins are idiots. Yeah, the Dolphins are really, really stupid for that. <laughs> it's like, a, like it's the stupidest thing. That man is like proving, you know, that's that almost he's... as stupid as the Jaguars keeping Trent Baalke as their GM. <clears throat> and also, like I, I've heard that the uh, Rich Basicki is not even in the running for head coach of the Raiders. And the man Stupid. got him to the playoffs. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. I don't know. <clears throat> the the look, NFL head, the NFL head coaches club is a it's a very like good old boys club. And I feel like specifically when it comes to coaches of color, they're like, hey, we can we need like one or two in, but we can never have more than like two at a time. So <laughs> Uh, sorry, Brian. You gotta get. You gotta. You gotta go because Eric Bieniemy is gonna get a job. So uh. you, you know. You know who screwed it up for all black head coaches? Mike Tomlin. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing is Mike Tomlin's not going anywhere. So he's no. Like, no, no he's, that's the problem is that if you like, are, right, there's one spot that's occupied until the Steelers right, get tired. Right. And also, not only is he taking up a spot. But he's really fucking good at his job. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. so it's like, uh, hey, uh, we got a black head coach over here, and he's really good, and you're kind of mediocre. So we're just going to fire you and hire this really shitty white guy. <laughs> we're going to hire this white guy that's had like six NFL head coaching jobs, all of them terrible, and yeah. uh, it, it'll work out for us. Or he's <laughs> Remember like that a time 20, the Lions like didn't a win a game? Year old, he's like a 25-year-old like analyst, and they're like, this right. guy seems like a great head coach. Yeah, or it's like, or it's like, hey, uh, we're now hiring the guy that led the two and fourteen Cleveland Browns, the zero and sixteen Detroit Lions. Like, it's like, what the? And then like the Lions, a perfect example. Isn't that they Caldwell? hired Jim Caldwell? Well, apparently he, Jim Caldwell is the front runner for the the Dolphins job. <laughs> make it make sense. Jim like, Caldwell like, is, is like not the Adam same. Gase. It's like Adam Gase going from the Dolphins to the Jets, like just two equally 
like a terrible coach getting two equally bad at the time bad jobs. The Dolphins now has a significantly better job, but Brian Brian Flores is Jim Caldwell. He's going to get you just above five hundred, get you the hunt for the playoffs. He's consistent. Jim Caldwell was a great coach. Just the, he the, the Lions. That's too the problem, short. right? <laughs> we could we could talk a lot about head coaches, but the real reason we're here today, our main man Cheese, league champion. Wow. What just an incredible comeback story. We want to spend our time talking with you, talking about you, talk about this league, talk about this run. Um, just what an up and down season. Uh, I think the best way to kind of paint the picture is to talk about the championship matchup first. What do you think? Sick. I'm ready to chat. Yeah. Yeah. I want, I want to hear your thoughts, Austin, on the championship matchup. Like, well, break us break us down. What what were your kind of thoughts and and perspectives going into this second week on a scale of like one to just nothing's getting in? How how puckered was your butthole? Um, you know, just walk us through this week. What what was this weekend like as you were kind of uh, you know trying to clinch a title? Yeah, um, going going in into the week, I I knew it would be a close matchup. You know, I only had a six-point lead. Um, Fred's team uh, started being really consistent towards the end of the year, and even in the last week, it, it was still pretty consistent. Um, I, I mean, I was so puckered, I don't think he could have fit a toothpick in me. Um, it, it was... That's pretty puckered. It was... It was it was yeah, oh, it was it was pretty nerve wracking. That's that's um, pretty tight butthole right there. That is toy like a toyger. That's toy like a toy. toy. Um, and then I, you know, I made the. I, I was I was worried about my quarterback situation. Tannehill is Tannehill, so I probably should have gotten rid of him a while ago. Um, and I didn't really love the Russell Wilson matchup against uh, Arizona. Um, so I decided to pick up. Uh, Taysom Hill <laughs> off the waivers seemed like a fairly safe pick. You, you know, he had a, a favorable matchup against a terrible Atlanta team. Um, but gave him gave him the star, and of course, he ends up breaking his fucking foot. Um, so as soon as I saw that, I mean, I was like, "Fuck!" Like. I, t- I did it. I tinkered. I pulled the Sam Friday, and I just. <laughs> Just absolutely shot myself right in the cock. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, I, I wasn't sure how Singletary would do. Um, I didn't start Swift because I just figured he wasn't going to do all that much this week, and I wasn't super far off. Um, and I remember it was it was after h- halftime – on the uh so i guess before Taysom Hill broke his foot it was after halftime during the the Colts Jags game where the Colts decided to do the most Indianapolis shit ever and lose to the two and whatever Jacksonville Jaguars and uh Pittman still had zero points for me at half i was like well you know i, I played my matchups um, I, I was I was fully expecting for Fred just to kick my ass at that point, and then um, I was at I was at a bar 
and I had to go home. So I get home and next thing I know, I check, I check the sleeper app. Pittman's got me 20 points, you know, Singletary gets me 25 points. Uh, Cup does what Cup does best. You know, Earth gets me 15 points. The Bills defense gets me 20 points. So I'm slowly, I feel myself crawling back into it. And finally it came down to the, you know, the final game of the night. He's got Eckler. I've got Renfro. I've got a pretty sizable lead, but we all know that Eckler could go off for, you know, 30, 35 points, which if he did, probably would have given him the win. Renfro is getting almost no looks like he normally does. Just the looks he does get, he happened to get touch, touchdowns on. Yeah, once Renfro got the second touchdown, I mean, I knew that that sealed the deal for me. So at that point, I kind of just put the put the app away. But before that, it was, uh, it was pretty stressful. Yeah, I would say that, that Renfro – that run for a stat line, like if he doesn't get those two touchdowns, that's like only five points. He's got four catches for 13 yards, which is uh, like not a good game for him. The, the touchdown saved him there. Um, and I think oh, yeah. I, I was watching that the Jags Colts game because that's the only game that we had here in Indy, I think, at the time. Um, and like watching, I mean, watching the Colts this week was abysmal, regardless. Um, and I remember watching that, but I was like, I was like, man, like, I don't even know if I would have started Pittman this week. And I was looking at your bench and I was like, well, actually that's, that's probably who I would have started as well. Um, and then he got, you know, like four or five consecutive targets and uh, he got the touchdown and then immediately got the two point conversion as well. So that's, I mean, huge points right there considering yeah. Carson Wentz yeah. had like the worst game I've ever had. The Carson Wentz is not good. Yeah, no, it's been fun to watch. It's been fun to watch <clears throat> since he's not it's on been, the Eagles anymore. It's been great because one of our buddies, Mario, I, uh, I talked to him quite often. He's a Colts fan. And uh, he was so hyped after the Colts got Carson Wentz. And I was like, I was like, you're about to go on a ride, buddy. He'll play good for a couple <laughs> <Enjoy> of games. <laughs> I was like, he, he'll play good for a couple of games. Get your hopes up. He'll play bad for a big stretch of games. Just absolutely crush your spirits, and then he'll do something that just dances on your grave. And Sunday was just dancing on the graves of Colts fans with just an abysmal performance against the Jags of all people. And it's it was simple: win and you're in. All you have to do is beat the worst team in the league. Win and I you're sent, in. I sent Mario this TikTok. I'll have to I'll have to see if I can find it and share it in the group. But it was uh, it, it was like the the Colts uh, um, coach walking up to Carson Wentz before the game. I'm like, all right, Carson, all you have to do is beat the worst team in the league. Just take care of the football, right? And then it's like some guy like being like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Just like the faking out he's going to fumble. Uh, it's, it's pure comedy gold. Uh, he didn't talk to me for about a day after that. <laughs> I mean, fair. I, uh, I, you know, just keeping this about your matchup, though, I, I remember specifically looking at, because I, I had Taysom Hill. I was playing in the championship game matchup in my other league, and I picked up Taysom Hill as well. Um, and uh, he was playing really well up until he got hurt. And then I just remember looking, and I was like, man, why didn't he start Russell Wilson? And then I remember that you had Ryan Tannehill 
And I was like, eh, you know, maybe Russ against the the cards is not, you know, not the safest of matchups. But I just remember seeing that 29, 30 points on the bench. And I was like, that's it right there. Like that just, that, that just did it in. But yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I think, I think if Taysom I, doesn't break his foot or have that list for an injury, he probably has like similar points, but you know. Yeah, I was going to say, can't, my, can't I mean, predict. he was, he was easily on pace for 20 plus, you know. Because I looked, but, I mean, uh, I, I looked what, I looked what Simeon did. So Taysom had 12 when he left the game. Simeon put up, Simeon put up 15. Um, and I mean, Simeon's not a, he's, he's not a dual threat at all. So like, like I said, I think, I think, I think the points probably would have kept coming for him. I, I appreciate not going with the Homer pick. It would have been very easy for you to justify going with the Homer pick there and putting in Russ. Uh, Russ would have been the smarter pick, but you still won. Hindsight um, being what it was, this yes. Is, this is yeah. the most backhanded compliment you're about to receive. <laughs> okay, well, first of all. Uh, he says, I appreciate you not being a Homer. You're stupid for not being a Homer, but I appreciate it. <laughs> no, uh, what I was going to say is, in fairness to you, Russ has had an off couple weeks. Yeah, he's been, and he's been very bad. But by by name alone, it would be easy to look at Russ and go, Russ is the guy I probably should play. But I, I, I appreciate you saying that. You know what? I'm going to go with what I think the matchup is. And to everyone's point here, I think, you know, he gets a full game. There's a chance he maybe, you know, is close to scoring what Russ scored or outscores him. But he's probably the safer play overall in that. And that just you can't count for injury. You, you ended up only needing Renfro to score to catch one ball. One ball for zero yards actually would have would have gotten you the win. So uh, the fifteen extra points are just an added bonus. Yeah. One one thing I like to I like after a, a matchup is done is I always like to look at the bench too for both team my team mm-hmm. and my opponents and say you know if, if if each play if each team was allowed a mulligan you know move the best player off the bench into whatever starting role would I still have gotten the win and so it was kind of nice being able to look at this week and know that yeah you know I had had I been able you know if I was to use my mulligan put Russell Wilson in he puts in um you know Mike Williams I'm still gonna get the win um fuck Mike Williams (laughs) I was gonna say I I was waiting for somebody to bring up Mike Williams I didn't want to be the one to do it because um, I feel like it's a sensitive topic between Sam and I, but um, ha- Mike Williams sitting on Fred's bench, dropping a cool 26, 27 points. That is just the story of Mike Williams this year for both Sam and now Fred. Um, just, just, just tough scenes. I mean, starts out the year red hot and Sam was just convinced like, hey, it's a fluke. Um, oh, it was a fluke. U- just, ultimately, it just took a little bit longer. I was gonna say, ultimately, it was a fluke. But still, what was it like twenty plus in three of the first four weeks? And I think Sam only started him for one of those. And then Sam starts starting him and just dud he does terrible. Dud after dud. <laughs> Sam benches him again, and then he pops off. And then he finally just says, "You know, screw it," and drops him. And uh, you know, Fred picks him up, and you know, I mean, hey, like. You pointed out ultimately, Doesn't you know, if you both if, if if you both start your your optimal lineups, um, you know, you still end up getting the win here. But you know, who knows if uh, I mean, 
I don't really know where you slot him in if you're if you're Fred. I mean, the rest of your lineup, you know, Same maybe time. maybe you move Penny to your other starting running back and you bump Javante Williams out of there. But yeah, that's what I mean, you would have to do. That, that's yeah, what I, I mean, Terry McLaurin. I mean, on name alone, he's he's really just one of the only targets for Washington. Yeah, what about Brandon? Brandon Ayuk has been playing really really well as Debo has kind of transitioned into this like full gadget player role. Um, and so, I mean, I know me personally, I think I, um, I bashed Joe and Fred for picking up Brandon Ayuk and Brandon Ayuk ends up, you know, becoming a key piece and Fred making it to a uh, championship matchup. Yeah. Um, you know, Noah Fant, Sam talked about Noah Fant last week, you know, we kind of figured like, Hey, this is probably, you know, a one-off deal. And it turns out, unfortunately for Fred that it was, um, you know, so, Hey, he left 21 points uh, from Noah Fant on the bench a week ago. Um, I was, yeah, I was gonna say, I was kind of surprised because he had uh, Fryermuth, and I yeah. I think Fryermuth is more consistent than the Broncos' offense because I had to get a Broncos diss in there just for Joe, you know, one one time for uh, for good measure <laughs> for the uh, culture <laughs> for the culture. Yeah, I was gonna say I I think like given those two options, I probably start Fryermuth. Um, just because. Well, Fryermuth was out this week, wasn't he? No, he played. He got he got eleven points. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the thing with Fryermuth, the thing with a tight end like that. Sorry, my dog just got here. What's up, buddy? I would I would let him say hello, but he'll probably wreck my whole setup. Um, with Fryermuth, I mean, he's a real TD dependent guy. You know, he doesn't get a whole lot of targets, and he's not, you know, a yards after the catch kind of guy. So you're really relying on you know, maybe three or four end zone or red zone targets. Um, and hopefully he can turn, you know, one or two of those into a score. And for the most part this season, he's been able to convert those. He's, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's been a TD to bus guy and he's been delivering, a, 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 he's been delivering TDs. Um, you know, Noah Fant's a more kind of explosive type player, more of a, I'm not going to say an every down type of uh, tight end, but he's, he's more reliable um, in that. But, the Broncos' offense—you just can't trust them, you know. Not until they get Aaron Rodgers, allegedly. Allegedly, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see what happens there. I got to get a head coach first. But I think, I think overall, for me, I think what I'm most satisfied with with this matchup is just the entertainment value. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really intriguing all the way through. I mean, you touched on it, uh, Austin. A six-point lead going into this week, and then you ultimately went end up winning by sixteen. So. You know, you only outscore them by 10 this week. That's, I mean, that's a fun matchup. Um, you know, obviously Philly ended up really not trying the second week, but the third place game was nothing to really, nothing to really care about. So um, really just the entertainment value of the the championship game here. And then, you know, having a great story, having a great story with uh, Austin's really up and down season, ultimately culminating in uh, a future date uh, with, with the belt. <clears throat> I mean, I, I was looking at it, Keith, and throughout the entire playoff bracket, every single matchup for me, I was projected to lose. You know, so it, it, it's pretty cool to be able to get the win after, you know, being the, I guess, essentially the underdog throughout the entire playoffs. I barely made it into the playoffs. Um Entered in, entered the playoffs on a, like a two or three game losing streak. Only got in because your team is so shitty at scoring points. 
Um, that's that's Mr. That's Mr. So shitty at scoring points to you, sir. Okay. Well, well <laughs> agree to disagree. Um, <laughs> you're, you're allowed to say whatever your pronouns are. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, so I barely make it in the playoffs. My first matchup is against Gino, who literally beat the shit out of me the week before. Um, so I mean, I'm I'm entering the playoffs, and my I remember I was I was messaging Fern, and my entire thing we were, I was just saying I'm like, well, at least I don't have to eat waffles, you know. And I'll prob- probably be out in the first uh, in the first round, but hey. I don't have to worry about the punishment. I'm good there. I did the bare minimum. Um, mm. Kind of the, it kind of felt like the, uh, you, know, you know, the whole C's get degrees thing. You know, <laughs> skated by, get get in, and and my team ended up doing well against against Gino. That was a close matchup too. Um, I think I only ended up winning that by maybe 10, 15 points as well. Um, Going to the next week or next two weeks against Carl, I'm like, okay, surely I'm gonna get some voodoo witch doctor shit here. Uh, Carl's team does worse than Sam's um, in that first week, which ended up being great because in week two I leave Swift in my starting lineup. I'm in Washington, driving in a blizzard. Don't get time time to change swap him out of my lineup before. So I'm down a running back. I think I went ended up winning that matchup by what three, four points, something like that. Yeah. Um, Carl really yeah. popped off in that second week too. We, oh, he, he had a really good second week, and yeah. I remember I was, uh, I was, I was at um, at the Seattle game. Watching watching the app and just absolutely shitting a brick because I'm like, well, here, here it is. My I get, once again, I shot myself in the foot. And, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, shout out to your boy. Uh, shout out to your boy Gerald Everett for uh, you know really coming in clutch saving my season. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> shout out, shout out, Gerald Everett. Uh, might be my first round draft pick next year. We'll see. <laughs> hey. Keith, uh, just watch out. I, I'm pretty sure Sam's not been talking. I'm pretty sure he's hiring a hitman right now. <laughs> he's so been awful it. quiet. Awful quiet. I'm not I'll, sure what's going on here. I don't think we need to talk much about the, the third place game, but I will say, personally, it just felt nice to not score a lot of points. Looking at my lineup, like even if I played the optimal lineup the first week, I played my optimal, line, optimal lineup this past week, but even if I played it the first week, um, you know, I, I wouldn't have scored enough points to beat you or Fred. Uh, I obviously would have played you, but uh, that felt good. <laughs> it's, I almost rather just get blown out in third place game than make it to the championship and get blown out. Yeah, you know, at least I've already, I, I don't have any hopes. Like, if I go to the championship, I'm like, I got two weeks where I'm like, I might get this, I might win this. I knew two weeks ago I wasn't going to win, and I didn't have to be embarrassed for myself. <laughs> getting blown out uh, against you. So that felt good. I knew like six weeks ago I wasn't going to win. So <laughs> yeah. it's a real relief. <laughs> yeah. What, Keith, Keith, what feels better? Uh, uh, winning the league or not going to the Waffle House? Well, listen, I mean, 
I haven't won our league yet, but I have won league titles, and I narrowly lost uh, the other league that I'm in this week. Um, I'll say this: I I get I had I had far more fun um, <laughs> avoiding Waffle House than I've ever had winning a league title, um, which I think I've done like maybe two or three times like across. I don't know, like 10 years of playing fantasy football, 15 years, um, which is really, really pathetic ratio, but still um, a lot more fun uh, playing for the Waffle Bowl than I've ever had and a lot more enjoyment playing for the Waffle Bowl than playing for a title. Um, So um, that's probably me just speaking as somebody who was (laughs) not in any, not in the same... uh, (laughs) geographic region as uh, the title contenders, but uh, it was still a lot of fun. And uh, if, I mean, if I could go back and do it again, I'd much rather um, make the playoffs, but I, I had a good time with it. It was fun. And Love Sam it. is still awfully quiet. I need to be checking my windows here. Somebody's I just saw a red up. laser. Yeah. <laughs> he hired Morgan. <laughs> Morgan Morgan's on her phone now. She's reading a message. And, I'll say hi. I won the league before we did a belt, so uh, not as not as so much fun. Did you did you really even win? Mm. No, I didn't. My name's on the mm. belt, but I never got to make love to it. So um, I feel like I was, you know, gypped. Well, Denied the opportunity. Maybe I'll maybe I'll wear it when you do your uh, your stay at the Waho. Oh, <laughs> bring it to it. Just, Just hold roll it up. To up. The window. Bring a boom box in the in the thing and just play careless whisper and hold the belt over your shoulder. See, Carl's gonna make <laughs> hold you hold like, it outside the window. Carl's gonna make you like ride a horse down to Pensacola to to come claim it. Yeah. What do, What do you guys think are the uh, what What do you guys What's the over under on Carl shipping out uh, the belt within, let's say, the next three months? It depends on how quickly Austin pays for shipping. <laughs> I don't think you know Carl. <laughs> I think I think if I think if I, Austin, I think, if, I think, I think if Austin if, Venmoed Carl money right this second, Carl would still hang on to it. No, 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 I didn't say Venmo money. You gotta have to go to UPS or wherever and get the label made and, <laughs> and send mail to it him. to Carl. <laughs> and mail actually just mail the label and the box. Like like when Apple <laughs> sends you a box of send your phone back. <laughs> send him the box, mail him the box, and there's a you just rip off the thing, put it in there, and send it back. Carl would still hold on to it. It's either that or you're going to have to fly and show up at his front door. And I think I, he I may truly, purposely go buy like hard seltzers while you're there just to avoid you picking it up. I truly believe Carl will probably not send it until the day he received the belt last year. That was like halfway that, through. Yeah. That was like. I was like halfway through the first season. No, no, we, we got we got it before the season started. Before season. We got it before yeah, the it was, season started. It was like right before the season started. Yeah, I think it was like yeah. like either it was like, it was right, like right the before the draft. Right it was like right draft. before the draft. Yeah, yeah, I remember. We it's definitely so had it before the season started though, because yeah. Carl. Yeah, he's gonna uh, want a full Carl's, year. He's gonna want a full year. And I, I think I think he's gonna hang on to it until right around the time that he got it. He'll probably hang on to it until right around the draft. I need to go to the website and get the the new. He's either going to definitely hold on to it until the draft, or we're reverse psychologizing him right now yeah. to say, you know what? No, I'm a better man than that. I'm a bigger man. I'm going to give it to you now. I don't think Carl gives a fuck, dude. 
No, he cares, I mean, he cares far more about that belt than than his pride. <laughs> I need to get the I need to get the new uh, the new plaque made for it. If you want to know how much Carl's pride costs, however much that championship belt costs, about a buck fifty with shipping. <laughs> so what? Uh, I guess uh, my I guess my my next question: um, What is what's the first thing you're going to do when you receive Oxana? Um, probably wear just Oxana. Yeah, I think that was what I was going to say. I, bet, mm-hmm. I was like, I bet Austin's going to say this. And you're very <laughs> predictable. I know, man. I'm, Austin, um, how much time I, do we have left? I'm very on brand. How much time do we have left with you? I just want to make sure that we're good. Uh, we're... You'll, you'll, um, you'll know when I'm done because I'm just going to disappear. <laughs> like a spooky ghost? <laughs> like, mm, mm. Spooky ghost. <laughs> Well, I, think, I, I think I think that's a great uh, I think that's a great first act. Um, yeah. You know, are we cool with keeping it named Oksana though? That's the question. Personally, I like Oksana. I think it's a good name. Ultimately, I think it needs to be brought up to the league. Yeah, Gino's the only. I would like I would I would be in favor of whoever currently holds or whoever is the current champion, not whoever currently holds the belt, because obviously Austin is the champ, but. Um, whoever is the champ naming the belt for that year. So if they want to keep it, they can keep it, you know, but while it's in their possession, if they want to call it something else, um, you know, calling it something else. And that would include like through the playoffs. So, you know, if, if, if Carl wanted to name it something else, you know, then we would put it as that name in sleeper. And then until, you know, until Austin you know, had won the title, if he wanted to keep it as, something else or make it Oksana or whatever. I'd be in favor of that. Either that or just stick with one name and roll with it. That's what I think. I personally have no problems with Oksana. I love Blue Mountain State. Love the reference. That's just me personally. But I thought it was clever. I thought it was good. I know Austin likes Blue Mountain State. We used to watch that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> with many of these in our hands. Oh my gosh. Didn't we make a Blue Mountain State drinking game? I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah, the game was drink as much as you can before the episode was over. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And then that go on did. to the next one. <laughs> that we did. Do you? This totally a, a bit of a sidetrack, but uh, I want to have I want to have fun with this episode. Do you remember when you and I were at, in College Park? Um, oh man, you just cut out. Oh, oh, am I back? Am I back or not? Yep, yep. Um. Do you remember when we were in College Park for the Maryland expansion and the it was the night of my birthday and we, we ended up not going anywhere or doing anything. We just hung out in the hotel room and we just drank all night and played the Archer drinking game. <laughs> oh, the Archer drinking game, dude. That it was, was unreal. so much fun. That was so much fun. We got absolutely hammered. I'm pretty sure I finished a bottle of vodka by myself because um, that's just how much you drank during the Archer drinking game. And uh, it was just uh, – that was a great time. That was a fun – that was a, a great birthday where nothing happened but was just a good time. <laughs> yeah, ne- neither of us were feeling like – we didn't want to go anywhere. Um, and I remember we, we went to this like liquor store that was like attached to a restaurant <laughs> – 
Um, <laughs> and it was attached to like a, a spa or something, like a yeah, yeah, like a massage was, parlor or something. It was very Robert Crafty. You you know you know absolutely that that's where you're getting some happy endings. Oh yeah, for sure, um, for sure. Yeah, and you you picked up a, a bottle of, a bottle of vodka, and I think we got some beers and and some Jameson. Yeah, I think we had Jameson as well, and yeah, it just went downhill from there. Yep. It was a good time. Ugh, that sounds ridiculous. We uh, side story to that uh, related. Uh, I went to with Colby to um, a wedding of one of her. Uh, I think it was like her big sister or her great grand big or something like that. Got married. This is, uh, I think, before we got engaged. We were, I think we were just dating at that point. But it was in Hiawassee, Georgia. Which, if you don't know where Hiawassee is, it's in the middle of nowhere. It's North Georgia, like on the Tennessee border, and it's a dry. It's in a dry county. Um, so the wedding, they had a, got a special permit. So at the wedding, like you could, there was beer and stuff. At the wedding, it was a cat, but it was cash bar, which also sucks. But prior to that, we were we came in town, and there's basically like only like motels to stay in. Like there wasn't even like a like a double tree. <laughs> it was like <laughs> like it was it was it was pretty pretty small little town like mcdonald's closed at like 8 p.m or 9 p.m and since it was a dry county obviously you couldn't buy alcohol so we were sitting in there's nothing to do on the, the friday night before the wedding so we're sitting there like trying to figure it out so a buddy of mine bill who actually i'm really good friends with now i i met him for the first time that day i was like hey you want to go to tennessee <laughs> so we hopped in his car we went to tennessee to an ingles bought like three cases of beer came back and then all we had to do was watch the cable TV in this motel room and we we took the lamps off of the uh, bed t- like the side tables for the beds and put them together and made it into a, a makeshift beer pong table and then we taped uh, like it was like a part of a sticker or something onto this the middle of the TV like the direct middle of the TV and it, they were playing on that 70s show. Uh, marathon so you drank like anytime they were in, like the pot circle uh anytime red foreman talked about kicking someone's ass or uh anything like that <laughs> um there's a couple other things but another one was and this is a this is a pro tip for you out there if you're stuck somewhere and you need a makeshift drinking game we put the sticker in the middle of the screen and anytime it lined up that it made a person on the screen have a mustache you drink and so you would go, you sometimes you'd go a little while, but like in the pot circles, every time they cut to a new person, they all had a must. So you were just putting them back. <laughs> we crushed like two and a half cases that just that night between four of us. Uh, so I, I've been there, been, been to the, ho- been the hotel. Uh, all we have to do is just <laughs> sit back and drink game. Um, but a little pro tip for you out there if you're ever stuck. <laughs> all right. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck you, Sam. I think that's the first thing Sam said in like ten minutes. He's been he's been he's been hiring he's been hiring somebody to come, you know, do some some wet work. Little, little horrible bosses reference. Okay, dude, you're gonna yeah. about to get pissed all over. Uh Charlie Day and Horrible Bosses when he um drops the tray of cocaine and then <laughs> because he does so, gets like immediately he just gets wired, <laughs> wired. 
Oh, that's so good. Hey, Sam, there's a there's a Waffle House right by my house. So when you move to Charlotte, we can uh, we go together. We can go together. We can knock this out. I mean, I won't be there the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you, can just, you can just drop Mac and Andy off with me and they'll hang out with me for. <laughs> yeah, I'll give them their iPads. I'll just sit there and ask you a bunch of questions the whole time. You can talk Pokemon for 18 hours or something like that. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not, not sure what you guys had next on the agenda. Um, I do need to get going here pretty soon, though. We do have um, some sound bites we wanted to, to go through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got recordings. Um, it's going to be good. It's going to be worth it. We'll, we'll, we'll breeze through these. Oh, okay. Phil, do you want to do you want to play the do you want to play the recordings? Or you want me to? Uh, you, you already have sound sharing, so if you want to do it, you can. I didn't know if you wanted your job back. All right. I mean, you stole it already, so it's it's like whatever. I was gonna, I had a I was trying to play a cheese clip earlier, and I couldn't. Um, yeah, it's whatever. You know, the moment's fine. ruined. It's all right. I'm I am I am the producer now. <laughs> well, I don't even know why I'm here. <laughs> Not I producing. I don't Sam's clearly that. annoyed by my stories and presence. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm glad you're here. How though. much was Sam talking before I got on oh, versus since I got on? <laughs> I'm still tired. <laughs> Where's my stuff? Friends and low expectations. You're in recordings. All right. Who do we want to hear first? We have Coral. We have Fern. Well, I think it's important to introduce the segment here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, just going to start playing random clips. Yeah. So uh, one of the things that we wanted to do as we rack up, wrap up this season, um, I thought it was a cool touch to get Everin involved into the show um, in, in one final uh, segment. And uh, we collected sound bites uh, from people. Um, oh, I forgot to send you that. Well, luckily you're here. So you can. Yeah. You, can you don't do have it. to worry about it because we're all going to do ours live. Yeah. Cool. So that's why you um, need to stick around. So we I had people submit recordings and kind of just going over what they thought about the year, what they thought about the league. I mean, it, it could have been anything. Um, I try to keep them two minutes or less. Um, so I think most people are probably sitting at like a minute, minute and a half. Um, but we do have, like I said, a handful of clips from from people from the league and uh, just wanted to share their thoughts. And uh, so I can I think alphabetical order probably works. Um, so we'll start with with Coral. Gentlemen, it has been an honor being your reigning champion. Ride the Bus had a fantastic year, but I think we all know that I definitely did not deserve to go 10-2 and two this year. The Lord was on my side. Voodoo man himself, Jobu. And uh, Kiefer just said, send, it to send this recording to Sam, but fuck that. This is going to you, Kiefer. Uh, congratulations, Austin Anderson. Congratulations, everybody in the league, except for Sam. Sam, you can suck a bag of dicks and enjoy your waffles. Uh, I will be sending the belt to Austin Anderson once he sends me his address. And I no longer have COVID and can leave the house. Hope everyone has a happy, healthy 2022. And uh, deuces. <laughs> Get a guest appearance from Victoria from Ictor. <laughs> um, how 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 very mature. I I I will gladly eat crow here. Um, and yeah, if if Carl in fact does send it off as soon as uh, he's he's home free, I will oh. I will I will publicly apologize. 
That was this a... being that apology. That that that's it. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, next one we have is from Fern. He sent this to me. Um, uh, it's tardy, but um, I was happy to include it because uh, that's that's how gracious I am. This was the first money league I ever played in, and seeing how much it's grown is wild to see. Having some of my closest friends in the league has made it so much fun. The competitiveness and inclusion is just unmatched. It has honestly allowed me to dive deep into the NFL more and comfortably stepping up to help where I am needed. For the weekly awards to power rankings to the pod, the things we have planned for this league will allow it to flourish for a long time, and I can't wait to see where it goes. I love it. I love it. This man this man wrote an Oscar speech. It was so scripted. Like it was very High school valedictorian. It love was very it. heartfelt love it. and it sounds like us reading off the uh the two minute drill there. Yeah. Yeah, it was perfect. Thank you. Think, Thank you, Fern. I think Good job, was, yeah. Fern. I'm glad we we're able to push you to reach new heights. And give say, us I think your money. I think this is the first time that that Fern has been competitive and low expectations, so it's a nice change of pace. But all right, we ready for Geno's? Boys, it's me, Rice to beat you, aka Gino, aka Hopper, whatever you want to call me. Um, first, let me say shout out to Austin for winning the league. It takes a lot to do it, so congratulations, my guy. Um, if I couldn't win it, I'm happy I lost to the guy who did win. So um, it's on next year, though. So I hope you know just as much as Carl has a target on his back, you got one now, too. So we're all coming for you. Um, shout out to the commish for eating those waffles. I'm very excited to see that. Um, and I know Kiefer is, too. So, you know, um, uh, hell of a year, guys. I appreciate this league so much. Like the last two years with COVID, like this was one of the few things that brought a lot of happiness to me. So thank you for that. Um, especially being on, you know, pretty much my own for right up until I moved to Texas. So thank you. Um, this is the only league I play in. This is the only league I will continue to play in for as long as you guys will have me. I'm looking forward to hopefully adding some content to the low expectations network. Um, other than that, good luck guys looking forward to the off season and thank you. That's nice. Hayden. That's good. One of the few things that brought him joy. He didn't even bring up his engagement, so that just shows. I was going to say, uh, my, my man, my man is going to uh, make love to the make love to the low ex- fellas of low expectations, and not his fiance. Oh, Brandy! Don't don't let Brandy don't let Brandy listen to this episode, Gino. I'll make I'll make a full version of the friends and low expectations intro, and that can be his first dance song. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have uh, Joe. I feel the true beauty of this league comes from its ability for us to make it whatever we want to make it. And that's because of the people that we have in this league. If we want it to be a league where it's just 10 guys playing fantasy football, talking trash to one another for three or four months out of the year, it could be that and I'd be perfectly fine with that. But it's allowed us to experiment with things we usually would never do every day and allow us to flex our creative minds. It started with Austin and his power rankings, and then my weekly awards, and now we've grown and expanded to the coaches poll, the podcast, and even throw in Philly's five as well. 
It's allowed us to not only develop ideas off one another, but also to show our own creative mind, which we might not usually do every day. Which is why I hope more people get involved in some shape or form, whether they create their own content or they hop in and partner with some of the content that's already been done. I love to hear more from people and have their own ideas contributed to the Leon as a whole. I like how you can hear uh, the the jingle of the collar of his cat in the middle of the video there. <laughs> I had to like look around for a second. I was like, is my cat over here? And I was like, nope, that's that's Joe's cat. Jessica appearance from Jessica appearance from Stella. I, I will say though, I think I think Joe is a very good writer. I I I don't know if I've like I don't know if that's just something I've never picked up when we were an undergrad or what, but Joe, Joe, he's he's got some skill on it. It's always has, I think he's he's pretty creative I mean, when it comes to writing. In fairness, we're not really like we're not really like you know reading each other's speeches or essays in the middle of chapter. <laughs> yeah, we're typically hitting each other in the nuts and throwing purple hot dildos at each other. Yeah. So <laughs> just not one of those things that you know think about on a regular basis. But like I said, we do have some people who are pretty well versed, um, and Joe's obviously one of them. And last but not least, we have Mo. Oh, God. <laughs> Hello, my fellow gents of the Low Expectations League. I'm so excited to fulfill low expectations with all y'all. This is your seventh place champion, uh, the Gooch is Loose. Uh, I was super thrilled uh, with an exciting year this year. Um, you know, despite what the press may tell you, I somehow did not win the complete championship. I was only seventh place champion, but you know, it is a step in the right direction instead of ending up in the waffle bowl this time. So I am very proud of my team for that and proud of the efforts of many others except for the commish, because frankly, your team sucked if you're an Ampa Waffle House. But you know, some people just got it and some people obviously just do not. Um, overall, looking forward to next year. Uh, I really enjoy shooting the shit with y'all so far throughout the season. It's been a blast. Um, you know, I think I have been put in my place for fantasy, and I'm looking to see how I can trick your great minds into somehow uh, winning this league. But for now, I'll take my uh, seventh place with pride, and looking forward to continuing to defend my mother's honor. She is a great cook, she is a great woman, and she is very kind. Uh, if anyone says anything otherwise, I will be very hurt. Other than that, have a great season. Fuck basketball. I'm going to go crawl back in my hole and like, make some memes or something. Alright, bye y'all. Mo, get your hot pocket out of the microwave. <laughs> Mo really said Sam... Sam Kachugan when he should have kachowed with his fantasy team. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> boy, there's a lot of Sam slander in oh. these. <laughs> okay. Kamish, breaking news, Kamish, not a popular guy amongst the fellows. No, no. <laughs> okay. Well, that wraps up uh, the submissions. Uh, Austin, we know you got to get on the road here soon, so I would love to hear um, two minutes or less from you. Yeah, two minutes or less. Just kind of, what's the league mean to you? What do the fellows mean to you? You know, from the heart. Let's hear it. Yeah, uh, for me, the the lads of low expectation. Um, 
it really is what makes this league. I've, I've played fantasy in other leagues. I, I'm in another fantasy league right now. And to be honest, this is the only one I care about because, because of you guys. Um, it's fun interacting with you all. I never know who's going to say what stupid thing, who's going to make what pickup, um, who's going to get their Jimmy's rustled. It's usually Carl or Joe, but that's just what makes it fun. Um, there, there's something always new and fresh. And, and to me, that's what makes this league exciting. That's what makes it such a joy to be a part of. Um, I love listening. I love reading the content. I love listening to the podcasts. I love, um, you know, we're scrolling through the chat. And I think it's very uh, telling of the kind of community we have. When a post is put in the chat, I mean, you can, it sleeper shows you when someone's read it. I mean, it's all, I mean, within seconds, there's guys seeing what was put in the chat right away. And I, th I think that's really cool. There's just to have that level of engagement, not just engagement, but immediate engagement with pretty much everything we do. Um, so just super excited about it. Glad to be your champion. Um, you can all suck a bag of dicks, um, because you're just not as good as me this year and that's okay. Oh, love to see it. Love to see the parting chirp from the champ. And I, I think, I think honestly now it's, uh, now it's official. The rain has begun. It has. Um, it, it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> official yesterday. Uh, or Sunday uh, after the Raiders Chargers game. Yeah, I think they. Uh, but I think I don't know. it's official now. It's official say, now. I don't know if they say anything about when scores are finalized, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, pretty uh, sure technically, I think actually, I think it's Wednesday tomorrow morning. morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah, probably. I don't. I don't. I don't think you're going to get that much of a swing that you're not going <laughs> to. No. Yeah, I, I think I think your 16 point lead is safe. Yeah. Unless there, unless I, there was I like would... a couple of hidden Austin Eckler touchdowns we didn't see. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, I mean, Knowing my yeah, luck, they, Roger Goodell is going to come out and be like, "Hey, listen, we lost the footage for these sports." <laughs> yeah. Um, but before you guys go, I do got to I do got to jump off. But there is one thing I want to say. Um, I right, you, had a, you had a breaking news press conference that you wanted. Yeah, to... I, I and I I decided to I, I messaged both Sam and Keith about this earlier that I was going to make a statement with what I'm going to be doing with the prize money. Um, I appreciate being able to take all your guys' money, but I believe low expectation stands for more than just personal gain. Um, so what I've decided to do is I'm actually going to donate all of the the winnings from this year, and I want the fellas of the low expectations to help me choose where that money goes. So I, I've picked um, two uh, deserving causes. Um, one being the Wounded Warrior Foundation, um, the second being uh, the Judy Fund, which um, all Sammies are very familiar with. Um, I'm also open to other ideas. I've, I'll probably be dropping a poll in the chat um, tomorrow, um, just so guys can kind of vote. And I believe democracy rules and wherever the, the fellas vote, that's where we're going to donate that prize money to because as much as we like to have a good time as much as we like to talk shit um i believe we're all put here to make a difference in other people's lives so that's what i'm going to be doing with with my prize money um and 
hopefully low expectations can stand for a little bit more than just drunken debauchery on a regular basis. Well, Austin has set the bar very high for for next year's champion. Uh, so keep that in mind, uh, fellas. And I'm just saying right now, if I win next year, I'm keeping that fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to be the one to say it first, but I think everyone was pretty much. Uh, yeah, Kiefer's going to keep no. it too. Amazing on you. <laughs> I'm getting mine. So <laughs> hey, hey, that, that's fine. Um, There's cold crispies. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, uh, that's awesome. Day, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah that, that that's what I, that's what I want to do with it. You y'all do do what you you got to do. Um, well, I got to win the uh, league first before I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll just uh, you know I'll sell a card. I'll make up for it real quick. There you go. Okay. All right, okay. dude. All right. Jesus. Hey, right. you, uh, you see that that over there? Do you know what that is? That's a uh, door. Probably the door, which I should go through. <laughs> yeah, the door on the on the other side of that door is my family. So if you could just chill the fuck out for a second. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks right, for guys. thanks for joining us. Thanks, uh, thanks, cheese. We'll see you. Enjoy the we'll see you next enjoy season. the rest of your show. Austin, great having you as always, brother. Love you, buddy. Congratulations on the league crown. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right. Filster, right. you wanna you wanna go next? Yeah, um, I'd like to I'd like to say something that I've prepared tonight. Uh, hello, how about that right in? <laughs> I guess that's why they call it low expectations. <laughs> <laughs> you guys might not know this, but I consider myself a bit of a loner. He's gonna do it. <laughs> I tend to think of myself as a one-man wolf pack. But when Kamish brought me into this league, I knew I was at home. And my wolf pack, it grew by nine. So, so there, were, there were ten of us in the wolf pack. <laughs> I was alone at first in the pack. <laughs> Mutual. <laughs> I was alone at first in the pack, and then the league joined in later. And six months ago, when Fred joined the league, I thought, wait a second, could it be? And now I know for sure. (laughs) I, I just added one more guy to my wolf pack. Ten of us wolves running around the NFL together in sleeper looking for waiver picks and cocaine. <laughs> so tonight I make a toast to the boys. I'm so grateful for the boys, for Keith and Kamish for letting me join in on the pod and for my team who truly teach me day in and day out to keep my expectations low. But not as low as Sam's. <laughs> that was beautiful. I, uh, I tried I, to make it through. It was just so tough. I had to take my headphones off so I couldn't hear you guys. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, is he going to do the whole thing?" And I was like, he, "Yep, he is. He's going for it. <laughs> He's going for it." <laughs> oh, he absolutely crushed it.
Wow. You know, we you you missed the first few minutes of the episode where <laughs> we were we were talking about our brand and moving away from cocaine references and you just you come back and you just take a baseball bat to that. Well, I was going to change that out for something else, but cocaine just fits so good. <laughs> I need to find the sound bite that we found and play that for Philly once we go off air. I was going to say yeah, that's uh that's definitely an off air thing. All right. Keith? The cocaine reference was not towards anybody in particular. It's just... Yeah, right. Just right, part Phil. of the bit. <laughs> part of the bit. Yeah, um, I, I don't have anything clever like that planned. Um, just speak from the heart. Let, the, let, your, let your heart do the talking. Yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Let me... Uh... <sighs> Carl, fuck you. And Thank you. That's that, it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, I, I, I was, I was thinking about this the other day and well, actually I was thinking about this yesterday, um, because, uh, I, the, my buddy sent me, um, my buy-in from my other league cause I got runner up and I was like, man, like this, that just wasn't really any fun at all. Finish second place. I get my money back, which is nice. Um, but I was like, I just did not have any fun in that league at all. Like, um, you know, my, my wife's sister's boyfriend asked me to be in the league with him. So I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And um, the guys just, like, don't interact at all. Maybe that's just because I'm not, like, in their friend group. Um, but, like, they like the group chat we had was just, like, totally dead. And so I think what I appreciate most about this league is just um, how much fun we all have together, how much we all interact. Um you know, and we're all, you know, connected in various ways. And so I think for me, um, you know, just the, it's the connection and the camaraderie that makes this league so much fun for me. Um, and why moving forward, I'll probably not, you know, volunteer or say, Hey, yeah, I'll do that. You know, be in a, any other leagues It just, you know, kind of focus my attentions and efforts on this one. Um, and then I think, uh, Joe said something in his, um, Joe and Gino, I think, both said something about, you know, getting guys involved in the kind of the content creation, and I would love to see that happen. And so if there's something that you're interested in doing, like, you know, just make it happen. You know, like, if there's a funny idea you have, run with it. Um, you know, if you want to work with myself, Philly, and um, Sam, like, hit us up. Let's figure something out and let's make, some, let's make something funny because um, I think that's going to be what really – keeps this league together for a very long time is if we can find, um, find a little niche for everybody. So, um, if you're interested in something, make it happen or come talk to us and let's, let's make it happen. Let's help make it happen. So, um, I just really appreciate everybody in this league. Thank you for making it fun. Thank you for making it enjoyable. Um, there's no other league that I'd rather finish ninth place in. Thanks boys. Thank you. That was, that was very nice. I think I'm pretty good off the top of my head. I think I'm yeah, pretty good. I had, I had recorded something, but um, I'm not going to play it, obviously. But I'm going to try to see if I can remember what I said. Um, but I think the first thing the first thing I think about is I've been in a fantasy football league with some of my like friends from high school for, um, I guess, 10-plus years now. Um, and the, the commissioner of that league is finally pulling the plug on it. Because uh, people just kind of aren't engaged, uh, so that's kind of a like a sad thing for me, uh, just because I've been in it for so long. Um, but I think that's where it's nice having 
having this league. Um, so firstly, thank you guys for, for taking the risk and, and joining uh, and saying yes to, to join in the league when I, when I reached out and asked you guys, uh, I guess three years ago now, um, because I don't, I don't think like when I started uh, this league, I could have fathomed that this is where we would be at today. I could have seen it continuing and going and, you know, just being a fantasy football league, but I think it's become so much more than, than just that. We have a really, really great uh, group of friends um, that, that really make it fun. Um, the, the content creation, like the, the camaraderie that we have is just, is really top notch. And like I said, I'm, I'm all in on commissioning this league for as long as people are willing to be a part of it. Um, so obviously not the results I wanted this year, but, um, that's kind of fantasy football for you, you know? Um, but then there's no other group that I would want to be in, uh, that, that would, put something like that on the line. Uh, I'm in a fantasy football group with uh, Joe and his family and, and chirping his dad really isn't the same as chirping Keith, you know? Uh, so there's, there's, there's just the, the small pieces that they really make this league enjoyable. And um, like I said, uh, a special shout out to, to Philly and, uh, uh, and Keith for, uh, you know, jumping at the idea of this, this uh, pipe dream that we had for, for, uh, friends and low expectations and uh you know wanting to make something like this happen so um like i said we have a really great group of friends um and i think uh i think it just really shows like in, in everything that we do whether it's from uh, the group chat to you know just our interactions as a whole so um friends and looks or the low expectations isn't just for me, it's not just a fantasy football league. Like I said, I think we really have a great community and uh, I'm, I'm eternally grateful. Wow. Oof, my goodness. Chills. You guys think that's good? You should have seen my best man speech at Austin Van Valkenburg's wedding. <laughs> did, you, did you nail that? Waterworks. Oh, wow. <laughs> nailed it. Fucking nailed it. I, yeah, I think both of you, uh, obviously mine was a little bit more tongue in cheek, but, um, but yeah, I think, I think both of you hit it, you know, kind of for me, like, um, I'm in a league, I'm in like, I'm in seven leagues. Um, uh, uh I mean, like, three it's time, with it's, you. It's, it's, I know it's time for y'all to trim the fat on those things, but he's, well, I think one's going to get trimmed by itself. Cause, um, like no one paid in for dues for buying this year. We, we did to help a neighbor and similar to you, Keith, it's, you know, I get, you get kind of asked to join some leagues or help out or whatever, but I'll probably have to stay in, in at least five, maybe six, um, just based on the way things are. But they all serve a different purpose, right? Like one league is uh, most none of my leagues communicate like this. One one league is all my folks from LSU. One league is a bunch of people from Charlotte and Sam Friday. <laughs> um, one league's a, a random league I got into, but um, you know, it's for for a long time until really this year has been you know, just like this league where everyone's talking all year long. Um, and then uh, Sam and I are in a dynasty league together uh, that no one talks in, but it's just a fun, it's just a different, uh, you know, thing. So it's fun to do, which I won, by the way. I know. Bastard. Champ. I had a fucking, my, my uh, championship week, I went off. I went absolutely hammer. I had uh, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Patrick Mahomes, 
uh, Austin Eckler, Mark Andrews. My team is, anyways. Well, it's not. We don't need to. We don't need to get into all that. <laughs> but I uh, just know. Just know we riding. Just you hear them dogs outside barking. <laughs> so no upstairs. We're going hard. Um. <laughs> but uh, but I think I think one of the things that's helped us the most is is sleeper. Um, the, the app itself can be you know buggy or not not the best at all times, but having that way to communicate all in one place and uh, you know, not having to worry about text messages not going through or you know whatever, like having that all built in is I think um, is a game changer and it, it's credit to sleeper, but I think it's credit to the to the folks in this league for being committed, wanting to be a part of this, you know, growing this community. We, I mean, we're going to make maybe three bucks in this podcast through ads uh, this year, which is not bad for 15 episodes, 16 episodes. But um, but it's, not, it's obviously not about the money, but it, it just shows like all the boys are listening and they're getting other people to listen uh, or you're just hitting play on multiple devices to help us out. And in any case, you're showing us yeah. love. You know, yeah, that's support right there. And, had, and I, had, uh, I, I'm I'm personally surprised every Wednesday morning by how quickly people are listening to the podcast. We had we had 400 total plays so far. Wow, 400. And we've we've done less. Episodes. Yeah, we've we've done less than you know less than 20 episodes. That's what you know. 20 episodes would be uh, everyone in the in the league listening four times. Um. So I mean, it's just just testament to. To the, to the boys and 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 uh and what y'all have done to support us so uh i just want to say thanks um I really appreciate everybody and then you know obviously friends with everybody in the league but there's some folks that particularly friday and and keith that um have been good friends of mine for a long time um you know and it can be hard as all of y'all know the older you get the harder it is to keep in touch with everybody that you used to keep you used to be able to keep in touch with 50 people at once no problem. And and then as you get older, you got to kind of whittle that down. Uh, and if you don't have avenues like this, it becomes difficult to, to have real meaningful relationships beyond, you know, a random Instagram story or Snapchat or text or whatever. Um, and so I thought I have a couple of really good friends in this league and I have a couple of guys that have jumped into my really good friends, you know, list, uh, solely from, from this communication in this league and, and being able to do this, week in and week out with all y'all. So uh, just thankful for, for all this and, and this community. And, and uh, you know, the, the cool thing is, is like, we're going to hang up the pod for, you know, a little bit, probably come back with some special edition episodes here and there, but you know, the league's not going to shut down. I know we're going to be chatting it up all off season, you know, talking about the playoffs and Super Bowl and trade rumors and free agency and draft the draft <laughs> And then, you know, getting right in time, getting us right into the, the swing of things to start, you know, June, July shit talking before the draft. So um, I'm just excited. I love y'all and uh, I'm thankful to be a part of this. Big things, big things coming here. I was going to say, yeah, this is definitely, uh, definitely not the end. It's, it's, the, it's the beginning. We're, We're going to uh, scale back for sure because this was a grind uh, by all means. Um, but we'll have some specials. I think, I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the plan is to at least produce one episode a month. Um, uh, I think, I think, I think we had, uh, generally speaking, talked about a Super Bowl and a season recap. 
uh, a free agency draft look ahead, a post draft. Yeah. That, that, sounds, uh, that sounds like once a month. Yeah, so I, I think we've got some content to get us uh, post NFL draft, and then obviously some pre draft uh, fancy football stuff. Oh yeah, leading into the season. So and uh, and uh, and you know each month we will bring you the best coverage we we can of where the championship belt sits, uh, whose position it's in, and how close it is to getting in Austin Anderson's possession. Yeah. We'll call it the belt or the Oxana tracker. The Oxana tracker. But yeah, no, we'll, like I said, we're going to have, a, we have our, we have to have our board meeting at some point, but uh, then we'll be able to hammer out details uh, for us. I was going to say, let's take, uh, let's take like two or three weeks uh, just to Decom- decompress. Kind of, re- kind of rest up and then we'll focus on that. The meeting of the minds, and then oh we get gosh. to the off-season content. Good lord, it's gonna be a lot, but it's gonna be a lot of fun. And like I said, if people are interested in getting involved, uh, we already have a handful of people who want one in, and so we're gonna definitely be in touch with you to uh, start start the the brainstorming process and get the ball rolling on on some of that. So it's exciting. Exciting yeah. times to be a, a member of the, the low expectation networks family. Yeah. Did we, hey, did you, we don't, I don't know how much longer we want to go on, but I just wanted to talk about um, if you haven't already talked about the, the Raiders Chargers game uh, and the all time bag fumble. What's the Chargers head coach's name? Is it Stashen? Uh, no, uh, it's like uh, he's a young guy. Um, yeah, he's super young. Brian, uh, Brian, Brandon Staley, Brandon mm-hmm. Staley, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you haven't heard by now, the, the Raiders basically confirmed post game through Derek Carr's interview and through a conversation with Austin Eckler on the field that they were going to, there's 32 seconds left. Um, they were basically they were going to, they were going to kneel and I think attempt the field goal as time expired. So if they hit it, cool if they didn't hit it they were fine with the tie um but then uh, staley hit, hit a timeout and uh it kind of just was i guess i don't know how but it was a, i guess it was an fu to the raiders and rich masikia said oh okay you're gonna call a timeout on us we're just gonna go ahead and get the first down and kick the field goal uh and definitely win so it would have been crazy to see um carl and i were were playing warzone at the time and were in live discussion as it happened about uh, one, whether they're going to tie or not, uh, the comeback from the Chargers was insane. It's probably the best game I've watched all year. Mm-hmm. The comeback yeah, from the Chargers, well, particularly, I, Carl and I talked about this, uh, you know, live together. But I, I felt so bad for the Chargers, particularly Justin Herbert. Oh yeah, because Justin Herbert balled his ass off in the fourth quarter, particularly in the last like five minutes. You're down two scores and like three different fourth down plays, like a fourth and 21, a fourth and nine uh, or fourth and goal. Um, and there was another, there was another like decent fourth down play that he had to make the play. And on two of those, he threw dimes to the end zone for touchdowns. Uh, so to lose an overtime like that and make it out of the playoffs when you could have just tied <laughs> and both have gone. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. But uh, just want to throw that out there. Yeah crazy it's nuts like there's there like so much so much stuff that happened like this last week or that could have changed like who was going to the playoffs and you know i feel like there's really no better team at beating themselves than the chargers 
No, I'd like to like, uh, I'd like to I enter mean, the Colts into that conversation, but <laughs> like I mean, this is uh, I mean I just think back to like even back to like Philip Rivers' early days when they had like Ladanian Tomlinson was the best back in the league and um, Antonio Gates was coming into his home and they had yeah uh, Vincent Jackson they just they had some like really really good teams and just found some just painfully Drew Brees. <laughs> Painfully bad ways to beat themselves. Um, there, there was the year in like 2011, 2010, some, somewhere around that time frame. They won like 13 games. Something yeah, like they that. led the league in offense and defense. Yeah. And then they, I think they got probably, booted in the first round or something. They didn't make the playoffs. Okay. Oh. And it's not, the, it's not the season I'm thinking of. There was they, one year where they, they like, won, like led the They led the league. Games. Yeah. They led the league and they ended up like eight and eight. Or something like that, and missed the playoffs because they like lost like two games, three games in overtime. Like they kept having these freak things where they would just lose games, uh, but they were like the best team by by far, the best team in the league. That was crazy. That one was crazy. And then whatever the the game was, where uh, Rivers tore his ACL and then finished the game or something like that. Yeah, like that's listen that's... when you got nine mouths to feed. <laughs> Like an play. ACL, like nothing. <laughs> you play. I mean, <laughs> play. Yeah. And one, one final word on Mike Zimmer. And he threw some shade at the beginning. Uh, I want to say thank you, I'm, Mike. I know you're listening. Uh, and <laughs> and Rick Spielman, I know you're listening as well. Um, I don't think Rick should have been fired as GM, but you know, I don't make the decisions. Uh, Mike, it's been a it's been a wonderful eight years. Um, I think when Teddy Bridgewater broke his leg, you. Uh, you like were forever scared of quarterbacks for some reason. <laughs> I don't know like what it was, but after that, a, a switch flipped in his head, and he just couldn't coach quarterbacks anymore. Um, I appreciate all of our time together. Lots of wins, a couple playoff losses, uh, a couple deep playoff runs. Uh, but you left uh, on on all, all great notes for having not won a Super Bowl, minus the fact Justin Jefferson needed like thirteen yards. You couldn't give the man 13 yards. I don't even know if it was 13. It might have been less than 13. He needed like a catch, like one catch to break Randy Moss's record. And you took a knee? I just don't get it. It's just disrespectful. <laughs> that, that's what ultimately led to his firing. Everyone's like, you got to go. Yeah. I, I mean, he might have kept his job if, if he broke that record. <laughs> what a time. Well, now we have a lot of now we have some some fun playoff matchups to look forward to. I'm excited. Uh, I, I just want to know. I just want to know between the two of you. <laughs> I know who your picks are going to be uh, based on fandom. Who do you actually think is going to win? The, the the Eagles Bucks game. Yes. Uh, I, I think the Bucks Relax, are going to win. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, even even without uh, Godwin and AB, I, uh, yeah. I I don't I don't think the Eagles have enough to beat the Bucks. We'll see. Like I said, they're a different team. But like I said, my expectations are like it's like going into the 2017 playoffs all over again. We, I mean, I mean, minus the fact that we we still have our franchise quarterback, right? Like, but like we were the underdogs. Like we were a 13 and three team that were the underdogs in the first round of the Falcons. And uh, 
I mean, we went on that run and won the won the Super Bowl. So, like I but like I said, going into that that playoffs, I thought we were going every game that we went into. I was already in there with a losing mentality. So, um, you set your expectations low, and you'll never be disappointed. And that's kind of where I'm at with, with this one. We weren't even supposed to make the playoffs. So the fact that we had a first year head coach, um, you know, take this team and done what he's done with it so far is, is just incredible. I mean, he got bullied into running the ball. By, by by our fans so like i mean he's obviously made changes and it's worked and so like i think the eagles are like the th- third or fourth youngest team uh right now in terms of age and so like the eagles are going to be scary uh potentially if if howie roseman makes the right moves and i mean we have three first round draft picks so like like I said, I'm, I'm just happy we made the playoffs. I, I really could care less what happens next, but you know, the, the earlier we lose out, the higher our draft pick is. So, yeah, like I said, it's not, uh, really, think... a, it's not really a win lose or anything like that. So, like I said, we win great. Uh, cool. If not like no harm, no foul. Yeah. I think, uh, I think my expectations are definitely the opposite, obviously, you know, reigning Super Bowl champs, but, um, I think we're definitely good enough to at least get back to the NFC Championship game, depending on the draws. Um, but it's—I mean, I said—I said it when um, when the Bucks, you know, let go of AB. Um, you know, you can sustain losing Chris Godwin um, if you have, you know, a healthy Mike Evans and Antonio Brown. Or, um, but uh, yeah, I mean. Gronkowski is just he's he's getting old. He's not an every down target anymore. Um, Mike Evans is still every bit as good. I mean, he's the only receiver in NFL history to start his career with eight straight thousand yard seasons. Um, and I mean, he's got nearly nine thousand yards in in eight seasons worth of play. So he's one of the NFL's best and most consistent receivers. Um, and I I think he's one of those guys that doesn't get the credit he deserves, but. Um, it's gonna take uh, it's gonna take some some special defense, um, which is what we played well on last year. Um, it's gonna take some special defense. It's gonna take some magic from Tom Brady, but um, I expect us to I expect us to be able to beat beat Philly, depending on who our second round matchup is. Um, you know, we'll just have to kind of see how the matchups play out, but it'll be interesting. I think uh, Bucks hosting their first. Fun fact, the Bucks are hosting their first home playoff game since 2007, and I was there. It was Bucks Redskins. We ended up losing. <laughs> I would say we should, uh, kind of the last segment thing, who, what do we want to do, like Super Bowl picks right here, right now, live? Sure. sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, my pick, uh, probably, uh, I'm going to play it safe with the NFC and go Packers. Um AFC, I'm probably gonna have to go. Probably gonna have to go with. Mm, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think the Chiefs. I don't like the Chiefs. Um, a lot of people are really high on them. I'll probably have to. I, I'm gonna go Titans. I'm gonna go Titans. They're gonna get Derrick Henry back. I think he's gonna be a huge difference maker here down the stretch. So I'll say Packers Titans. <laughs> I um, I think as much as I hate to say it, I feel like the Packers are probably the team out of the NFC. Um, I just don't, I don't know who else really challenges them. 
to, to make to make it, especially you know Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. I, yeah, I think that I think they've got I think they've got what it takes to make it happen. And their defense is much better, much improved than it's been previously when they made the playoffs, which has yeah. been their their downfall. Um, I'll, I'll say the Packers, but I I wouldn't be surprised if Arizona went on a run. Uh, they had the the firepower and the manpower to do it. It's just whether they can put it all together. So uh, I'll say Packers with a honorable mention to the Cardinals out of the NFC, uh, AFC. I'm going to go Chiefs. Um, I just I think when they they can turn it on when they need to, and I think they proved that by having a rough start to the year, and then going on like what a seven eight game win streak, uh, and putting themselves in position to get a one seed if they wanted. Um, obviously they didn't close out and get the one seed, but, um, I think if they can put it all together, they can. And, and, uh, if you get a healthy Tyreek Hill, a healthy Mahomes and a healthy Travis Kelsey, that's all you need right there. Um, and they've got a bunch of other speedy weapons that can make it happen for them. So I think them, and then I'll say the, um, the, the runner up there for me would be, um, the bills, um, Again, same same kind of thing. If the Bills want to get hot, they can get hot. Um, in the in the Super Bowl, if it's uh, if it's Packers Chiefs, I take Chiefs. Um, I probably take the AFC to win it all. But yeah, you guys have great picks because I was like, I was thinking through, and I was like, I like Kiefer's matchup. I would have picked that if if Kiefer had not it because I don't want to pick the same thing as y'all. Um, and then I was like, I like the Chiefs too, as much as I hate saying it. I would, I could see them going on a run, um, so I think I think I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with the Packers. I think that's a, a good consistent pick. Um, and then I'm gonna go Bills, uh, just to just to be a little bit different. I like the. I think if the Bills were completely healthy, it'd be more of a lock. But um, I like I like what they've got going on offense. It seems like they finally started to trust their run game again, which I think has kind of helped balance out kind of some of their issues that they were having. Um, the NFC, I think the Packers are just good. And be, I think their defense would be even crazier if they had what is it, Zaire Smith? I think he's out. If he was back, that defense would be real scary. Um, but um, I'm also kind of a fan of the 49ers. Um, watching them on Sunday against the Rams was a lot of fun, and I think they just have this like. I think they're a team that could go on a run and do some upsets. They could be very like 2012 Giants. Um, yeah, so that's 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 the exact uh, uh, comparison I was going to make. Is uh, they remind me of that Giants team that kind of just snuck their way into the playoffs and everyone expected to kind of bounce in the first round, yeah. and they just kind of <laughs> never quit and never gave up and did just yeah. enough to to make it happen. So I, I mean, I could see them. Mm-hmm. It, here, here's the thing: the Packers, I think, make the most sense. Mm-hmm. But I could see every team beating the Packers. Yeah. The Packers only lost three, four games this year, but I still think they're a beatable team. I don't think it's a. I don't think any team's really a lock. There's not. No. It's not a year where I think any team's going to coast to to the Super Bowl. No. Uh, I think every team's. It's just who gets hot, and Forty ers get hot. They. It's just whether or not Jimmy G is going to play consistently for. Four that's, weeks, five that's weeks. That's the tricky part. He had he had moments yeah. he had moments on Sunday where he looked uh, like a world beater, and then he had points on Sunday where he also looked like he didn't deserve to be in the league. And I mean, that's also going to come down to his his 
his his thumb as well. So we'll see yeah. what happens. I'm, I'm I mean, he's proven he can play at that level across multiple weeks, though. I mean, oh yeah, was it just two years ago? He was, you know, he had the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Obviously, they were um, just incredible on defense that year. Still, but. still a run first. Like <clears throat> it's never been like the Jimmy G show. It's uh, they're hundred yeah. percent a run first, and they have playmakers all over the board and. Um, no, so but um, it'll be fun. It's, it's going to be a fun playoff. So I'm, I'm excited. No, definitely. And I think uh, just kind of my last my last thought uh, to Philly's point. Um, I mean, the Packers have looked really, really good all season long, but um, there's just something about Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. He just he there's there's always a considerable drop off, specifically in the NFC title games. Um, you know, something about getting to the getting to that doorstep of the Super Bowl and um, I don't. I don't know what it is. He's got a negative touchdown to interception ratio in the yeah. NFC title games. He's been there six times. He's only advanced to the Super Bowl once. Um, you know, I don't. I don't know if there's a mental block there. I don't know if there's a, a block by the by. You know, the Packers. I don't. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I mean, to Philly's point, like I could certainly see the Cardinals. They definitely have the firepower if they're healthy. Um, if they the Rams. Get, if, the if Rams play get. solid defense. I think the the Cardinals, if I can just briefly, if they can get Hop D Hop back, that's going to be the important piece. I think yeah. they've really missed him the past few, like since he's been hurt. And I think it's kind of shown, but um, yeah, yeah. I think they look, at this point they look beatable. You you could you could honestly, you know, if I just if I just woke up and it was Super Bowl weekend, you could put pretty much any combination. The only team that I sorry Sam. That I would be surprised to see would be the, would be the Eagles from the NFC or uh, and the, from the from the NFC and then from the AFC would be the Steelers. Yeah, that's the that's those are the only two teams that if you told me they were in the, the championship that I'd be surprised. Everybody else I could see making it. Um, you know, it's just kind of a, a sliding scale of, of who I think is more more likely to. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. All right, well. It's kind of running late, fellas. Yeah, I was gonna say my computer's about to die, and I didn't well, bring my charger. So, for one last time, it's been a it's been a pleasure. It's been a hell of a ride. And oh, yeah, uh, boys, remember, fellas, keep your standards low and your expectations lower. Uh, we'll see you for season two. <laughs>